Hello and welcome to another installment of Casual Trekker. This is Scott. This is going to be my review of Quantum Leap Season 1, Episode 17, Friendly Skies. The episode itself was alright. Pacing was yeah, But the character stuff was good. The reveals were great. The uh, twist was great. Although the fact that the cop turned out to be the bad guy and had been talked to her earlier, it would have sped up the line of events. So that was pretty cool. And... I actually enjoyed how the most annoying kid on the flight was the one that was able to save the flight. Which is really good at showing that just because someone acts a particular way doesn't mean they're not useful. So I thought that was great. And then we got to see the, 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 the uh, passengers fight back and take out some of the, uh, the uh, attackers. And I must say, when it, when it first started, when, when, when we were cutting that meat... That was a very, very large knife. Large. I was like, dang, okay. Oh boy. But, uh, so, so the whole, ep the whole, ep whole episode is the flight goes down. They think it might have something, has something to do with the weather. And as the leap goes on, they find out that in reality, it was the ex-NYPD person and the co-pilot who want to run away together with a whole buttload of money because their lives suck. And so they poisoned the they they poisoned the the pilot and the other guy. And Ben at first thinks that it's the head waitress, and then we come to find out that that that's not the case at all. As an overall leap goes, it was it was fun, but there was little itty bitty tidbits of kind of like slug ish and little parts. Didn't take away from the enjoyability of it. I think a lot of it has to do with it being in a confined space. You only get to be in the plane, nowhere else. There was no other set pieces besides this plane, which is fine. But I think it does take, you kind of get fatigue, location fatigue. Nothing against the episode or the actors or anything like that or the plot or whatever they're doing. It's just when you're in one space for so long, you start getting claustrophobic. So the episode itself was good. It was great. We have We got some... Um, we got some, um, continuation from the previous leap where Ben was feeling unsure of himself and Addison had to convince him the other, that the opposite was true. And then we get a little bit more, more, more Ian where he feels, um, like it was like, like Ziggy is an, is an extension of him. So Ziggy is failing them. Then that means that so is he. And he just takes things super, super, super personally on it. But then in the end, he comes around and helps Ben, and we get some nice, a nice line of dialogue in there to explain why Ian can can be in there. When last time, when Jen was in there, it was causing a problem. So that one little itty bitty bit of line of dialogue saved like 20 minutes of people critiquing it, saying, "How can they have two people in there? Must be because the story needs it." Blah 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 blah. That kind of stuff. But the um, big part of the of the, oh, of this episode is the last minute and a half. Holy, holy, holy heck. I do suspect that that this is where Ian goes to the past, but I don't know how that would happen because it looks a mess. Something happened at Quantum Leap. We weren't sure what it was until we saw Ziggy's name in some of the wreckage. And then Ian shows up saying he's been waiting there for him. So at some point in time, they just remember that he was leaping ahead. How they were able to figure out he was going to leap into Project Quantum Leap, that's beyond me at this moment. But 
I must say, for the whole entire season, that was the most jarring thing. Because this whole time we were thinking that it was Addison, only Addison who we had to save. But no, it's everybody. And maybe when Ian goes back, he only mentions Addison, so that way he doesn't freak out Ben about a nuclear winter because something like that probably goes boom. That might be too much. But saying Addison's life is in danger in the future and you have to do these things to help save it, or maybe her life was different in a different way and the events of this new comic that we've been following since Ian came back to talk to Ben that put him on a different path, that could also be the truth. That, that, that could also be true too. But I am very happy this was not a season finale. That's what I know. This was a season finale, I'd be on the ground like, no, what are you doing to me? You cannot do that. You cannot leave me on a nuclear winter. Um, uh, you can't leave me on that kind of that kind of cliffhanger. That would have been the worst, worst, most exciting, jarring, thrilling um, cliffhanger ever. And I wouldn't be able to think or sleep until the season starts again. Because that's the way that I work. When I'm watching the show, I'm getting into it. And I'm following the beat by beat. By beat. I'm following the, 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 the quantum leap stuff. And then I'm following the leap stuff. And then they give me one hell of a quantum leap stuff. Whoo, man. That was quite jarring. So I'm very happy that we're getting um, what's coming in the next episode, the season finale. It's going to be interesting to how they're going to set up season season two, and apparently they've already completed episode four of season two. So that's good. So once they finally conclude this and they come back, they're going to be well into season two, um, production-wise. <sighs> What will they do? It look it doesn't look like everybody's there. It looks like Ian's one of the one of the only people that's right. We don't even know really how far it is. But you would just imagine three to five years, because Ian doesn't look too dissimilar to what he looks like in the body of the series. So I'm pretty sure we'll uh, find out how many years Ben went uh, went ahead. It'll be interesting to see if we're gonna see Team Quantum Leap. Um, trying to locate him in their present while he's in the future. It'd be even curious if they're able to make contact and then Addison's able to talk to him in the future and then learn things from future Ian and then tell the past about stuff that maybe that's the way to uh, fix all of this. But who knows? All I know is, dang, that last 90 seconds was an epic, jarring mind fuck of a, of a way to end an episode to bring us full circle like they like they like they like they were saying and now we know why Ian went to go back to talk to Ben or maybe in this version where Ian already did that and Ben went back into the past and bounced to the future maybe things would be marginally different or it could be the exact same don't know it can't be a predestination paradox because he was saving all these lives and their futures were changed so it can't be a pre Predestination paradox. A predestination paradox would be more like the way home, where everything you do has already been done, so you can't save anyone because they've already been saved. So Ben's been saving lives. He just saved 366 people on a on a flight from London to uh, New York, and that wasn't around in the original history, so it can't be predestination paradox. So it'll be curious to see um, what Ian comes up with when we when when we talk. He leaped home. We finally got a leap where, where where Ben leaps home. I mean, Sam leaped home, and now Ben has leaped home. 
And they, but, but in uh, uh, in the original Quan Leap one, he leaped literally home in the past to his family. This one here, Ben Song leaps to the future, but at the at the at the at the project. Whew, I cannot wait. But overall episode of the leap itself, like I said, it was kind of claustrophobic because you're in one place the entire time. But the character interactions between everyone, that's really what made it entertaining. The uh, Ben going back and forth on Addison about how he needs to trust people and how he's unsure of himself because of the previous leap with Mar with Mar with Martinez. All that stuff was good. The um the the twists around because for a little while there I thought I thought it was the kid being annoying on purpose because he was acting but then when he looked down at the thing and said that the thing was cut I thought that was gonna be his his uh his moment to like take Ben out and then we were gonna find out who his person was which I thought was gonna be the be be, be the cop if he did that I didn't think think she was like a standalone I thought if he's the bad dude then she she is too because she's there with him I would have been really cool if they they at least had a picture of the two gunmen and they were like had a question mark next to them because of what their of what their past was, their ties, where they where they're from, or had a little bit more information on them because like their background should have popped something. I would I I would assume, but on the all in all, it was a good episode. The ending was fucking amazing. Mwah, that was beautiful. Very jarring. Very, very good shock and awe for uh, where this season is going to uh, head and where and what's and what and what and what's possible. That's gonna that's gonna conclude this podcast.